right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Gentlemen, how are we? Oh man, it's been a long weekend. Long weekend? Yeah. Good weekend. A lot of Halloween party going on in me. As documented in our Patreon-only Slack chat, The Filth, that channel that we have. You don't go on there. Oh, I haven't checked the filth in a while. Don't do that. Um, but if you get to see it, well, I, I, I put on there what, what my Saturday night was like. I like that we have the filth in our Patreon-only Slack feed because we had some incidents early with an unfiltered... You know, it's for everyone. It's for all listeners, but it, it's, it's adults only. <laughs> it is. We had a few, we had a few people were like, so-and-so, join the, join the Slack. And like within 30 seconds, so-and-so has left Slack. Right. Like, well, I was... <laughs> We might have just lost a monthly donor right. based on one 22-year-old Californian. Yeah, I can confirm <laughs> that that donor was lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we created, uh, you know, the filth channel. So yeah. if you just want to have a little more it's kind of our outrageous s- outlet. It's kind of our skid row. You know, it's in the idea that, you know, I mean, the sewage has to go somewhere. So we, we, we it's built It's named the after the Motley Crue book, The <laughs> Filth, <laughs> which uh, involves, uh, you know, Burritos being used in a very unusual way. So, <laughs> but I, I, I kind of stay out of the filth as well usually. It's a little too much. You I'm, just found your way, John, to to the iShop thread. Oh man, you, you did, John didn't even know it existed. Did not know that. that mm-hmm. How many threads? I don't even oh want to know. There's probably there's probably there's all kinds. It's a of universe. Join us. Dark. dark we have internet. subreddits. We have yeah. subreddits. It's become its own world. Like it there's really whole threads for like Game of Thrones, and oh, like. Yeah. Just uh, we just have a thread where you rank things one through ten with no explanation. <laughs> Chuck, did you say Game of Scones or Game of Thrones? Oh, so can we dark do foreshadowing. Nah. Way too, no, it's way not, too early not, for it. Not before we can't start. Not before breakfast. Did we have breakfast? Singing Dinklage yet? Did I ever have breakfast? I had smoked cheddar hash browns. Oh, and then I outsmarted the restaurant because they had. I mean, I don't know. Everyone must be doing this. It's at a restaurant local local joint called Nobles. I felt very Chucky in when I did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so biscuits and gravy, five dollars. Order of biscuits, one fifty. Side of gravy, <laughs> seventy five cents. <laughs> oh, oh, Life hack. I, I looked. I looked at the bartender right in the eye as I ordered it. It's <laughs> like you know this is happening, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know y'all messed up. He knew. Yeah, that's kind of my like. Pull out your app at the. Uh, at the McDonald's for the discount move. I love that. That people look at you like you're crazy when you order $14 worth of food and you pay five. You feel alive. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, how does he do this? He's a magician. You just take the last thing that you didn't even want, like the last McMuffin you're not going to eat, you just mm-hmm. gronk spike it. Yeah, <laughs> right on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> My breakfast was, uh, you know, it is the time of year. Bags and bags of candy. Mm. This is <laughs> getting the house ready for Halloween. Got to have Halloween for the trick or treaters. Mm-hmm. I bought it on Saturday. Today's Monday. Tomorrow's Halloween. It's, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight. <laughs> gonna have to budget. Is your kid gonna be Fizzdale for uh, Halloween? What's the What's the costume? Uh, my kid's gonna be Nemo. Oh. We bought a bought a prefab, pre-made Nemo outfit. Uh, it is pretty funny. Is Nemo so, the fish or is Nemo the kid who flies around in his bed? The fish. The captain. I don't know what the first. I don't know what the second reference is. Kid who flies around in his bed? Yeah, I think it's like a French cartoon. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, that is not familiar. My brains have been scrambled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John got into John, a car accident. John was in a rough Uber car accident. He's concussed. Uh, he might have switch, CTE. Switching to Lyft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no. Miles Turner right now. So it's funny, J- Chuck, you probably know this with a kid. I don't know if your kid's the same way. He accepts a lot of stuff. Just like, oh, okay. So like, he comes in and he notices the big bag of Halloween candy is open. And he says, like, how did, he said, how did this happen, Dada? And I was like, oh, uh, the, the bag got opened. And then he found in the recycle trash, like, like empty candy wrappers. He was like, well, why are these bags open? I said, well, son, I ate some. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, he wants them more than anything. And he, uh, he just understands, like, Dada gets whatever he wants. That's and I was like, know. well, son, I ate candy. Because I'm an adult. <laughs> Chuck, what'd you have for? Uh, oh, I, you- I, w- I, did, I didn't have real breakfast. I had uh, say what I was hungover, went out last night, saw the weekend and Gucci Mane at the Bridgestone Arena here in Nashville, Tennessee. 
Hmm. Uh, was pretty drunk by the end of the show. And uh, door dashed some uh, Caesars, which Ooh. is a wonderful Euro spot. Little Caesars? No, not the not the <laughs> <laughs> not the pizza place. This was a, a Mediterranean Euro place that's on uh, Gallatin Road in East Nashville, Tennessee, which is my favorite. Uh, spicy fries and chicken Euro knocks it out of the park. Six bucks with a two dollar. It was eight dollars to my door with a tip. It because they had free delivery. It's pretty good. That seems like a Taco Bell <laughs> breakfast unsustainable business model. <laughs> right. Which now, guys, we probably. I mean, let's go ahead and get to the apologies, right? Because we probably should t- apologize to Taco Bell. Yeah. So, <laughs> those were our breakfast. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode it is often the first time we talk about basketball although it seems like perhaps this isn't going to be that time (laughs) does anyone have anything they need to apologize for i mean i'll go right to what john led me to earlier i'll apologize (laughs) to taco bell for about four years one of the first segments that we came up with was the uh taco bell unsustainable business model it was a segment that kind of like washed away because it's what we use early in the season when we have weird numbers and stats right Standings, um, like Grizzlies and I uh, thought Pistons being on top of the world. <laughs> right. I kind of thought where you're going now, we were going to actually just let go and not mention it. But keep going. <laughs> the, that, that egg thing is flying off the shelf. I mean, they're kind of killing it. They got the naked egg, egg taco, which it's like is like the just, hula hoop now. It, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I see people everywhere. They got a grande scrambler, which is, it's just a crazy like hash brown casserole in a burrito. Uh, they're really killing it, and you know. People are kind of getting sick of the the Burger King world when you just like all you get is biscuits and <laughs> McMuffins, and they want this kind of they're they're kind of like the burning question, Chuck. Have you had that weird egg taco yet? I haven't. What I'm, in the I'm what are you doing? Taco Bell's not on my way to Keith's house. I'll be I'll uh, be honest. The egg taco sounds like something you might find in the filth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but do you hold it with your hands? <laughs> do you eat it with I, a fork? I said there's a, there's a wrapper. But yes, uh, the Taco Bell breakfast unsustainable business model, not, like- not a very well-named uh, <laughs> segment that we came up with no. uh, three years ago. A very good business model. Right. Uh, it's been working for The them. backbone right. of the fast food industry. Mm-hmm. That's why Taco Bell will eventually be the only restaurant on the planet, uh, the only corporation. As, you, as, you doing a Demolition Man bit here? As prophesized in Demolition Man. I thought it was. I thought it was also in Wally. It was Demolition Man and Wally. Or was it Wally? I too? don't remember if it was. Is oh. that another movie that Wally ripped off? Have you <laughs> Have you been to the new? I, I don't know if this is nationally, but locally, one of our movie theaters converted to only recliners. That's incredible. They're so, beds, man. They're so, huge. So it's all recliners. It is the clearest uh, embodiment of Wally. I've seen you walk into a movie. No, dude, those batteries not included. No, no, no. I'm saying you walk <laughs> into a circuit. movie Short and it is Johnny all five. overweight people laying down in recliners. That's and incredible. I'm like, oh my god! Like we have arrived at the future. Are you subtweeting me on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went and saw a few. The last movie I saw, I don't remember what it was, but uh, oh, Wind River. But but <gasps> but it was it was everyone just laying down in these giant recliners, and I was like, I don't really want to lay down fully, just because everyone else is. What I'm themes like, did Taylor Sheridan pound into your mind? This I don't time? know, but uh, whatever was on the screen, the character was also saying it yeah. over and over <laughs> and over. Anyway, uh, my apology is basketball related. Hey. I, will, I will apologize to Frank Vogel and Stan Van Gundy, who wow early returns have it are apparently good basketball coaches after like, all like we thought they were uh, a couple years ago so after the abominations that were their 2016-17 seasons for the Pistons and Magic so far on the early year the Pistons play some good basketball they play hard defense they upset the Clippers and Warriors on back-to-back night on a road trip and then the Magic are playing up tempo incredible basketball, knocking in all kinds of crazy threes, and they're off to a very good start to the season. So, I apologize. They look like those could possibly be some glaring errors in my over-under predictions, but the Magic and the Pistons looking good. Stan Van and Frank Vogel, despite your new appearance, Frank Vogel, I do not like your shortly shorn beard. He hasn't gone with the Jaeger-style uh, like style 
Style coach. Jaeger looks incredible. Why is no one asking the questions? What is he on? Jaeger's on PED. He's taking those speed pills that they took in Requiem for a Dream <laughs> to get all skinny. His hair's all big. He's going to the... He looks... Jaeger looks like a crazy man. <laughs> I would follow He's Jaeger. Ellen Burstyn. If Jaeger started a cult, I would follow him. He is golden tanned, mm. healthy, vibrant, just a symbol of... Yeah, vibrancy. What's, I want to. What's, I behind, part of what's it. behind Dave it's Yeager's vital. comment? What's behind that comment? Oh, man, that's that's a great question. <laughs> Is it Mitch Richmond? It's, pro- <laughs> it's probably that guy. Who's that guy? Ryan Hollins. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize, uh, Stan Van and Frank. You guys are on top of it. You know, guys, I could apologize, but I don't really remember it. I was probably drunk. And I have chosen to live my life as an openly gay man. So <laughs> that's going to have to do it for my apology. It's very, it's this very week. topical. Uh, I'm sorry I stabbed all those people. <laughs> also, <laughs> I recently became a Christian. Right. So right. remember, I'm an openly gay man who is fighting the NRA mm-hmm. every single day. Oh, keep, yeah. Keep that, tally. That is, that, that, that is your carryover. Keep tally. All right. Well, those were our <laughs> breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, best thing, just another plug. If you want to support our show as we plow into season four of this thing, the best way to do that is to support us at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. There you can join the Slack chat for $3 a month. Enter any number of those channels you want. You can hide yourself just in the main feed, which is a little more tame. Uh, Slightly. It is friendly. It is fun. You get to know some of the other listeners who are also intense NBA fans, and we talk about stuff around the clock. Another way you can support our program is write a five-star iTunes review, and we have a couple of those to read for you. So if you write any five-star iTunes review, we will read it on the air and give you a shout-out. I believe Chuck has one queued up for us now. This is by FSU 18381918 You just said FSU pie. Um... <laughs> Oh, is that pie? No. No. <laughs> 3.1. I wasn't really listening. You could have just said FSU numbers from Lost. Uh, as an NBA writer, I listen to a lot of basketball podcasts. Some are analytical. Others focus on interviews with players and coaches. And the rest use a mixture of the two formats. However, one of my absolute favorites is Fast Break Breakfast. It's so full of personality with a mix of dry humor and flat-out hilarious commentary. And despite what they have you believe, it will also hit you with extremely informative basketball analysis from time to time. This is a lie. This is a lie. Chuck can't read. I, I can't know. Read. That's one of my funniest things. Is, <laughs> it's, is, first of all, you give me this little tiny finish picture. The review. It's so small. Uh, a must listen for anyone who loves the NBA. As far as a plug, all I ask is for one thing. <laughs> Please shoot me a follow on Twitter at Frank Urbina underscore. I work for Hoops Hype, consider myself fairly interesting, consistently hit y'all with some stats and video content without clogging the timeline. Thanks. Thanks, Frank Orbina or FSU. I want to say How this do you follow is, that? I'm looking at this number, 18381-918-3837. I think it's FSU 18. Uh-huh. Maybe he's graduating FSU in 18. And those last 10 digits, that's a phone number. Woo! Somebody out there, text uh, 381-918-3837 and tell me if uh, if Frank replies. Thanks, Frank. That was kind of long. No, no, I like, thank, like it. Let's thank at me, bro, who says Jesus loves you. That's the title there. And he says, even though it's dead, thanks for enlightening me to the inglorious history of the grit and grind, gentlemen. It's good. Jesus loves you. Five stars. Thank you. <laughs> thank, yeah, thank you, Mel, me, bro. All right, guys. Uh, so if you want to have your own shout out, write us a five star iTunes review or be one of those heroes who supports the show at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Well, you know it is. Oh, you are wearing a Grizzlies Absolutely. shirt. Come on. We are, not Come a, on. we are not a Grizzlies podcast, despite the fact many people refer to us as a Grizzlies podcast. And well, let's just keep that train rolling. Like, or in this case, yeah. that ship. Grit and grime may be dead, guys. But you know what lives? Hmm. Wine and dine. There it is. Because Mark is cooking. No. I like spit and shine. Ooh, that is racist. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Grizzlies are... T- I, I, 
they're winning in ways I never expected to see. Their bench is better than their starters. What is that? That's crazy. What is that? Shankoon looks decent. Atop the standings. Incredible. As he leads the NBA, I think, in shots and points per shot. Mm-hmm. Set that seven point run. I, I filled my pants. <laughs> but unbelievable. They still kind of do that thing where they play a crappy team and then lose. They lost one time to the Mavericks. They're five and one against all Western Conference teams. They've beaten the Rockets twice. They've beaten the Warriors. They've beaten the Pelicans. But this is this the, incredible. They did that last year, too. And that's kind of it, it bugs me. Last year, they had an incredible record against the good teams and, and a terrible record <laughs> against the bad teams. And uh, that test starts very soon. We are recording this lame duck style on a Monday afternoon. They will play the Hornets, who I want to say blow them out every single season <laughs> yeah. uh, on, on Monday night. And then they have, they have to start playing the Eastern Conference. So I'm a little scared. I think there's reason to be scared, honestly, because like also I feel like the Rockets wins are kind of weird because i think jb bickerstaff is like james harden kryptonite oh he just knows stuff from his, his he just knows there. stuff his interim coach he just yeah. knows things I'm, I'm afraid of it but uh hey I, I think beating the pelicans is big i mean that's a team that's always bogeyed us. boogies boogies playing like all world right Ugh. now Everyone's so terrifying. excited about Boogie for winning like two games. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, it's Get after him, his Pete. line. He scored. For, he had like 41, 22, and six against the high school team that is the Kings. It's eh. but that's what you got to do. It was awesome. It was very entertaining. Was that another game where the the Kings the Kings are already resting Zebo and George Hill? Yeah, like were. two weeks in, it's not even on the end of back to backs. They're just resting George Hill and Zebo. I want to I want to come back to your best thing. Just the Grizzlies. They're five and one. Without Jermichael Green, right? They're starting Andrew Harrison, who's playing the 20, worst player in the NBA. Who is so terrible? Who pulled off a minus twenty in a fourteen point win? Start, oh on starting Jarrell uh, Martin, who is dunking on people. Hilarious. Jarrell Martin looks incredible. He can dunk. <laughs> uh, but like they're doing it all without Jermichael Green. They're doing it without Mike Conley even shooting well. Uh, Tyreek Evans, man, if that health holds, Mario Chalmers is shooting like twenty eight percent. His health holds. I want to give team. I want to give Keith credit for saying the Grizzlies were going to be okay, but the way that they're being okay is the opposite of what you said. The, no, no, the, <laughs> it's the, guys like Tyreek going off. I mean, it's just stuff no one saw coming. I, I cited I cited giving minutes to Tyreek instead of the Wade Baldwin's and, and Chan Coons. But Chan Coon has been awesome. Chan Coon being great in his limited minutes. I mean, he only scored double digits in one game. It was twenty something points. But Keith, he dunked. He pump faked and dunked. He, I don't care about dunking. He is he is eleven, what for eighteen on threes. Keith, he dunked. He looks like his legs might work. That actually might bring me to something. Whoo, uh, What's that song? Uh, the Halloween theme. What is it? Oh, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. All right, I got a quick game of scones. And in my style, it's going to be hard. Uh, this is about some Taco Bell breakfast to unsustainable business models. Hey, hey, hey. Short samples, small sample sizes. Currently, there are 18 players shooting over 50% from three if you throw out the guys who've only taken one shot. So sorry, Hassan Whiteside, who is shooting 100% on threes. Killing it. Uh, who are the 18 players who are shooting over 50% from three, who have attempted more than one three-pointer. Can I just ring in? Uh, so we'll just go back and forth. Yeah, uh, three strikes, you are out. Who gets the most? John, you can go first. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, that is correct. He is 10 for 17, fifth best in the NBA percentage-wise. Eric Gordon, trust the Gordon Swisherman. I'm sorry. No. No, no Gordon Swisherman. No oh, man. That's a strike for Chuck. Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris is, uh, I believe, a wild guess and is incorrect. <laughs> yeah. He had one good game. I remember him hitting a bunch of threes. Um, JJ Redick? No, no, no. Not JJ Redick. Chandler Parsons? <laughs> I'm not going to laugh. Chandler, Chandler Parsons is correct. I can't loophole it. I should have I, I I thrown that out. I, well, let me stay on that with uh, Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans, that is incorrect. What? Sorry. Strike against John. If you guys followed my Twitter feed, you would know many of these. Whoopsie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Keith's being passive aggressive again. Well, you know, there's there's no reason for you guys to follow and interact with the Fast Break Breakfast. I mean, I'm I'm not being passive aggressive there. No, no, no. You don't need to follow it. It's fine. Well, follow it. Everyone else should follow it. You can can mute me. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, I've muted Keith. I I have fired out most of these answers over the last few days. Um, 
Steph Curry. No. Mm. Oh, three, strikes. three strikes for three Chuck. Three strikes for Chuck. An embarrassing performance. We only got one. Oh, I didn't <laughs> get any. No, I'm just... I was worried my CTE was going to ruin this for me, but I at least remembered sweet, sweet Aaron Gordon, who looks incredible, by the way. Yep. John, you want to? You, you got to close out. Oh, with I'm a, still got to close, close out one. for fun. All right, come on here. Even though, uh, even though you, let me do uh, CJ McCollum. Yes, that is correct. Oh, so one. John with it with a good victory. Uh, we we have Shabazz Napier. Woo! Three for four. Betty Shabazz. Garbage. Ron Baker. Girlfriend uh, taker. Two for three. Uh, you guys should have gotten this. I keep tweeting about it. Mario Hazonia. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Nemanja Bialica. Bialica. Brandon Paul, who is a player Greg Popovich created in the lab. Yes. Just to fill time until uh, Kawhi Leonard comes back. Rashad Vaughn. Uh, Forgot Evan, he was in the league. Six of these players <laughs> I did not know were playing in the league. E- Evan Fournier. Oh, he's okay. been awesome. Marco Bellinelli. I was going to say Bellinelli. Ray Felton. Jonathan Ghost Simmons. Most of these are magic players. I, I don't know if you guys are knowing. Yeah, most, this is they have something most to magic, do with Kyle, Back to the Taco Bell unsustainable business model. Kyle right? Korver, uh, Al Farouk Aminu, Quincy AC, a surprising 11 for 21. <laughs> what? And Otto Porter and Joe Ingles. I thought maybe you would have gotten Porter or Ingles. Those are more easily gettable. But anyway, I only missed one. I feel good about that it. Was a, that, that was a little quick game of scones. It I was had tough. no chance. Is it time, is it time to show Keith how it's done? Yes. Oh, let's queue up, let's queue up a Halloween version, y'all. That was at two times speed. Thank you, Chuck. Was for Damon, that'll be five speed. All right, guys. I am going with a frightening theme. These are three of the most fearsome players in the NBA for one reason or another. I'm going to give you clues as to this player's identity. Okay. Whenever you think you know it, feel free to ring in. And you can you can guess multiple times until you get this. Okay? So this is a fun game. Just, just try just try scary. It. We're going for it. Go All on. right. <clears throat> this man has coached his team to three championships. No guesses? I'm going to keep going. Led the NBA in rebounds in 1986. Bill Lambeer. Oh, well done, Chuck. I was going to get to the, the, the final clue was pioneered an intensely terrifying see-through serial killer mask <laughs> and played for the Detroit Pistons from 1982 mm. to 1993. Let's, let's ring in by saying boo. boo. Oh, I like right. it. Oh, okay. All right. That's one point for Chuck. Very good, Chuck. Very good. Next player. Made the all-star team in 1998. This year, he really only had two notable years in his career. 1998, he was top five in boards, rebounds per game, and offensive rating. No guesses still? This, the, the other year that's big in his life, 2002, he murdered his limo driver. Uh, Boo. I'm going to give that one to Chuck. Who is Jason Williams? All right, Chuck has pretty much already won this. <laughs> but let's I, actually, I'm just, Keith, you just stay out of it. Let's see if, if uh, Chuck can go perfect, okay? All right, all right, mm-hmm. all right. This is impossible. The Italian magazine Superbasket named him the Mr. Europa Player of the Year three times. <laughs> no guess? Has no a foundation guess. named after him dedicated to fighting poverty in Africa. Uh, no. No guesses? Murdered the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals in 2011. Uh, who is Boo? Who is Dirk Nowitzki? <laughs> That's correct! Chuck, three for three, the best... Best Game of Scones performance of Chuck's life. I would oh. like to. I'm kidding, why is Dirk Nowitzki <laughs> frightening? Why he is because he murdered dude. the Heat, baby. Yeah, he killed my oh, team. I, I got you. <laughs> well, actually, LeBron. I, I, I see. Uh, Le, LeBron self-immolated that game, that series. I don't know if you remember. Cho- uh, remember, he was choking LeBron. Remember that title he had for one. I was really season? hung up on the scary thing for the first one, trying to come up with like a uh, like a Halloween pun. You're waiting mm. for Charles Oakley or something Basketball to walk through that door. Name. Yeah. Mm. No, I just went with uh, things that frighten me most in life. (laughs) And the thing that definitely still haunts Chuck's dreams. Oh, no. (laughs) That finals was awful. (laughs) But we also beat him in 2006, so it worked out. I'm sure he had nightmares about about our team for a while. Derek Dunn got you. Shut it down. Let's go home. Shut it down. Well, I think we're on steak and eggs still. Yeah. My best thing is the Indiana Pacers playing a delicious style of basketball. DeMontis Sabonis. Befitting... The name Pacers <laughs> actually getting up and down the court for like the first time in their NBA history. I've I don't know. Maybe in the them. ABA days, they were having fun out there. Who knew it would take Nate McMillan to execute Larry Bird's dream? Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't even, is Nate McMillan, has he been, has he been captured? 
Is this a, a Dave situation? Where he's, been, he's been replaced by a, a, a lookalike? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to do that crazy Donald yeah, Sutherland that's a, scream. That's like a, that's like a 1992 uh, PG-13 movie uh, reference. Everybody, I don't know if they, anyone watched that movie. I didn't. Dave with Kevin Klein, Check it out. Oh, yeah. That was the presidential one. Oh, right? yeah. That's not sci-fi. That's like... Uh, oh, no, it's not. No, but, but it is. It's a, is that a Sorkin jam? It feels, it feels like it. But I think just know the one with Martin Sheen. All I remember, and Michael J. Fox was the Sorkin one. All I remember from Dave is that uh, Kevin Klein, the real president, dies having sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he has which like I would like to happen some, in real right. life or something. And then like the Dave pulls out like a like a notepad and they balance the budget. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it's done. I remember that now. This <laughs> is how Trump won, everyone. <laughs> because because you think some just anybody dude. can be president. <laughs> no, it's Dave's fault. Little do we know how that would affect our world twenty five years later. Well, anyway, the, the Pacers are playing at an incredible pace. They're winning some basketball games. They're respectable. Darren Collison, who I feel like you should apologize to, John or Oladipo. Really good. Well, there's Ola, lots of guys I could apologize. Oladipo to. and Sabonis. Maybe they won the uh, Thunder trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're doing the, this without Miles Turner. The, the Paul George, yeah, Miles Turner been can't even play. He's got John CTE. Whoa. Apparently, can't focus or drive a car. Or <laughs> oh, I'm driving. Whatever your afflictions are. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, John asked me to pick him up and then forgot to text me to pick him up, so he just drove <laughs> all the way across town, <laughs> screaming at everything. <laughs> so anyway, I'm I'm really appreciating this Pacer style of basketball. They're really fun to watch. I hope they keep it up. Keep playing like 500 ball. If you're gonna be a 500 or a mediocre ball club, score 120 points for real. So thank you for doing that, uh, Indiana Pacers. Who was, what's the team that scored like 69 points the other day? The Bulls? Don't do that. Oh, if Please you're going do to play like crap, just score 69. No, although, and then honestly, quit if the Bulls anymore. went fast, it would just be even worse. <laughs> I do think the Bulls should dribble the, the clock down every possession, play four corners, try, try to only lose 80 to 58. <laughs> just give it to Nawaba and the finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of 69, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's been a lot of 69 420. In the NBA world. In my nowadays. life. Um, <laughs> in my life. But specifically with Clay Thompson, actually, I found out today that he's no longer shooting 420% from three on his career at 6.9 attempts per game, down to 419, because he had a 25% shooting game. But in order to balance that out, what he did was uh, in order uh, they were doing some uh, North Bay fire relief for those terrible forest fires that climate change is causing uh and they what decided, wait <laughs> fake news and uh decided to donate uh for every game that he played how many points he scored to uh to the fire relief and in those first three games he uh scored a, to- a total of 69 points so he's now donating sixty nine thousand dollars to the fire relief and it's on brand and i can't not see 69 everywhere i go now the speed limit 69 is he the only Sorry, was there more to that? No. I'm I didn't know if that was a setup of a <laughs> joke, and I cut it? you off halfway through. You did it. No, I'm glad you saved me. I don't know if that I, was a list of I had nothing else. The third one. Uh, is he the only warrior not hungover? I feel like normally we think he's the one who's always hungover. Yeah, and stoned. The, the warriors who keep losing basketball games, who I appreciate, don't even try until the fourth quarter, which has made very entertaining games. They keep being like, well, we're down 15. Guess we should try to win. Guess we'll play I, hate, I hate it. I don't know how you, how you stomach it. It was almost my worst of the week, though. Just like, how bad they're playing? Yeah, and and it's very evident they just don't care. I mean, I mean I, I'm not angry about it yet because they're mainly doing it to Eastern Conference teams. Like, as a Grizzlies fan in the playoff race, I'm always like, the Warriors need to beat all the other West teams because they're going to beat everyone. Right. So, so far, the Grizzlies have beaten them, and then it's been, like, East teams. So. But that Pistons game was a little bit fluky. I mean, the Clay, KD, and Steph all went off, and they... They lost. They couldn't get any points from anybody. Well, else. they turned the ball over to twenty six times. Right. That's college basketball right there. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. And it just seems like they don't. They just don't care. And we kind of predicted this early that they were just kind of like. But we thought they wouldn't care and still would win. But apparently, you can't do that in the NBA because everybody wants to beat you. Right. I mean, you could tell big men are beating them up too. Pistons are playing. We're playing hard. Yeah. Anthony Tolliver had himself a weekend. Mm-hmm. Really justifying. Tolliver. How much we talk about him. Yes. <laughs> the only <laughs> NBA podcast with exclusive Anthony Tolliver I still think talk. he's shooting like 34% on the year. But That's not had, his game, though, dog. He had spectacular Mm-mm. moments over the weekend in those wins over the Clippers and the Warriors. Uh, but, yeah, so Warriors playing like trash. 
barely trying, and you can see the, their opponents are, are going all out. Mm-hmm. It looks like preseason, and I know this is still – we're not in November yet. This is still when it used to be preseason, but it looks like the Warriors are doing that thing where like a, a veteran is playing against a young guy, and he's like, why in the world are you, uh, are you guys playing so hard? Let's, let's just take it easy. Anyway, those were our steak and eggs best thing. The opposite of that is cream of wheat. What's your cream of wheat worst thing? Oh, mean. I'm going to bring up something that it's very easy for someone to say, well, they do this every year, but I think it's different. Cleveland Cavs are terrible. <laughs> they're terrible. They were bad. And everybody's like, well, they're just not trying yet. Every time they go through one of those like kind of resting periods, which, by the way, shouldn't occur at the beginning of season, if, if LeBron's going to suddenly rest, LeBron has always been able to kind of explain it away. It's eerily silent in Cleveland right now. He keeps mm-hmm. saying it's October. He's like, you know what else? It's not a big deal. He's an impending free agent. Oh, yeah. I mean, this could be him checking out. And we've seen him check out before. Um, I mean, in series... And, and uh, when they were playing the Celtics in 2010, it seemed like he checked out. It seemed like he checked out in 2014 uh, in the, the finals against the Spurs where he kind of just didn't play with any. It's For me as a fan, it seemed like he wasn't playing with any like but the, gumption. Yeah. And this might be a season of this. I, and that's what I'm kind of hoping for as I, a Miami Heat homer who hates them. Him. When I watch the games, it seems like he's doing it. He's no, he fine. is. He's they just don't, there's just not a lot going on. But I, you know, Cal Corver's hitting his shots. It's not Kyle. Is it Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade is terrible. He's so bad. I, mean, I accidentally picked I mean, him up in our, for them. in our regular league instead of our fantasy, yeah. our iShop league. Returning to the girlfriend that beat you mercilessly. Mm-hmm. With a frying pan. Oh, by the way, shout out Negative iShop Fantasy League hosted by Fantrax, the customizable fantasy website. That league is incredible. <laughs> it's kind of going incredible. It's incredible. Well. It's my favorite thing anyway. to do. Uh, yeah, no, the Cavs, I'm not worried at all. This is They're fine. They're going to make the finals, no problem. Uh, they're just figuring out how to use Jeff Green. That's it. And Listen to what you just said. Out. I know what I said. They need <laughs> IT. They need IT to rescue them. Yeah, I think that's that's the other thing too. Is that they, this is a new kind of like chemistry thing with this that is thing. like going back to the old Cavs. And they're, yeah. they're they're playing lineups without point guards, which I like. They're gonna figure it out. But this is a terrible, terrible stretch. It's a comically easy stretch. Where they lost four or five. I mean, and they, like they're playing the worst teams. They in the lost NBA. to the Knicks and the Nets, and they the same only beat week. the Bulls by a little bit. Right, Porzingis beat them, oh, baby. John I just ha- flashed my tits. John, John has lifted his Grizzlies sweatshirt to show a Porzingis jersey underneath. Zingada jersey. His true colors. Bigamy, awfully bigamy. He is. He's got. He's got <laughs> ladies in different area codes. Well, my worst thing is the Utah Jazz could have apologized. Jesus. Not one week ago, I was gloating. Yeah. About they were what I thought they were. They are who I thought they are. Did you think they were terrible? I thought they were going to crush teams with defense, grind them into a paste, beat them down, win games. They uh, they lost to the Suns. They got (laughs) just stomped by the Clippers. Clippers might be good. Uh, I was wrong there if they are, in fact, good. Uh, but anyway, the Jazz not really getting the offense going, not getting shots up. Joe Ingles shooting a high percentage, but just passing up shots. They're even shooting unsustainably well yeah. from mid-range. Mm-hmm. I think the Jazz are going to get worse. And, and they look That's bad. what's frightening. I think I have some faith they're going to figure out a little more. Like they're going to get used to having uh, no Gordon, no George Hill. Like every player, maybe it's finally seeping into their brains like, oh, wait. I really do have to shoot every time I'm open. Go, uh, Gordon or George. Every time I check one of their box score, like Ricky Rubio is leading them in shot attempts and yeah. scores. That's very that bad. Thing. Joe Johnson isn't really shooting. Joe Drebko is not even playing. They need some of these guys to shoot to shoot some. Uh, Donovan Mitchell had a one historically the- bad first four games. The most missed shots from any player ever. I think attempting one of the, fifty shots. In one of the early games. themes of this season is realizing. Oh yeah. Kyrie Irving was good. Oh, yeah. Gordon Hayward was good. These teams needed these players. This is painful. I'm not, uh, I can't second the Kyrie opinion. I'm not, uh, I'm not one yet over on, on Kyrie yet. On his own. The Celtics Cavs are, miss are, him. The Celtics are super fun. Oh, obviously the Cavs miss him. The Celtics yeah. are also super fun. They are yeah. fun to watch. Really cool to watch. I'm still not, I still don't buy in fully on Kyrie can handle a team, but I don't need to. 
does trash, he trash on the does team. he really have to when Brad Stevens is there? Oh, not at all. No, Brad yeah. Stevens is a wizard, and the Celtics are or or NBA joy. Yeah, Jalen Brown finally coming down. He, he's looked so good. Finally putting up some numbers that look rather pedestrian, but they're getting a lot out of some players that I never thought they were going to get. Like Terry Rozier. Oh, Terry Rozier is a good player. And we're finally learning why Ainge didn't want him in those trades. Simi Ojolay <laughs> is like guarding all the best players. Oh, and he's doing like capably. It just seems fun. You got a Simi just thinking about him. I like, that. I like those guys. I'm sorry. I was so wrong about everything this season. Is this I, your worst? This is my worst. I'm the worst. I, did, I don't know. I, the, the way the, the standings are playing out now, I'm scratching my head. I thought the Clippers would stink. They're playing well. They have played some po- potato teams. But the Pistons are... I didn't think the Pistons would make the playoffs. I didn't have them winning, winning enough games to get in. Yeah, me neither. And they're looking really good. Uh, Stan Van Gundy's obviously a genius, and we're all stupid and living in his shadow. But well, it's you thought the Grizzlies would be trash. I, I thought I think, they would just kind of be who cares, but they're fun to watch too. That bench is incredible. I think uh, this leads me to our croissant questionnaire of the week. Oh, uh, feeling Minnesota asks, does Chuck watch basketball? I do a lot of highlights. <laughs> I do a lot of highlights. I've, I'm a I, feeling Minnesota <laughs> brutal. I, I work a lot and coming when I, with a when fatality. I, when I don't work, I uh, drink, and I should drink at sports bars, but I drink at a bar w- where I get discounted drinks because I work there. Oh, we, this is getting so sad. Um, Let's yeah, move on to Sam Wilkinson's query. I try, guys. What is a Giannis prediction that is, barring injury, too much for you to believe? Uh, it's hard. I would say you'd have to pick on him for like three-point percentage or yeah. something. I, I basketball mean, wise, it would be, yeah, he, he, like he won't, he'll shoot 50% okay. threes. Okay. Uh, well, how about this? Uh, we'll go down as one of the f- 10 best players of all time. Oh, uh, easily. I'd easily believe that prediction. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, five. He, he's a guy. So, so, so you are, you're fully bought in. Fully bought in. Who's a guard who can, I don't, sure, he's positionless, but who's a guy who isn't just a catch and shoot center? who can make 70% of his shots in the year while scoring 30 points a game, which I think he could do. Like mm-hmm. his, his true shooting percentage is incredible. When he shoots, he, when he gets within 10 feet of the bucket, it's a layup. Like he right. sticks his Google gadget arm out and just drops the ball in the bucket. It's like he's shooting 80% from 10 feet. Well, well yeah, it's a, it's a layup. <laughs> he puts his hand right. over the basket. If he's playing beer pong, and you can be enforcing the elbow rule with Here. the edge of the table. He's just dropping the ball in the in the cup. Here we go then. Uh, okay, the let me. I want to. I want to. I want to see if I can get you guys to say no to something. Um, could win it all this year. No, no, because Jason Kidd is a moron. Okay, well, I feel like we've and there's no one like, else on that team really. I feel like. Um, I feel like we've kind of that's that's that's, well, that's like, where we are. Could he be defensive player of the year? Sure. Mm-hmm. Could he be MVP? Sure. Right. Could he make the next five All NBA first teams and first teams of teams? Uh, sure. Could he lead the team, the NBA in scoring? Yeah. Could he lead the NBA in like steals and blocks? Well, that'd be surprising, but yeah, okay, I believe it. Like, yeah, there, there's there's not a lot where I wouldn't be like, okay, like I, I would argue. But here's what uh, we don't know: is he has yet to play a game that matters in the NBA as far as like oh, pressure goes. Yeah, oh, oh, a scene. I mean, he's, he's had one, one playoff run. Didn't they you go know, to the playoffs? I mean, Hassan over here. No, I'm saying like, I there's seen him doing the playoffs. Well, there's a whole, there is a whole thing of, and having, they could have beaten the Raptors. Was that a seven game series last year? They could have yeah. the first round. Yeah. Okay. Don, Don McCourt was, was playing. I don't Don know. McCourt. Yeah. Yeah. We, we haven't seen him in the playoffs, but I mean, I feel like, I feel like he's limited by his teammates right. and his coaching staff against the Celtics uh, this week. It seemed like Brad Stevens adjusted to, mm-hmm. to make it real hard on him and kid did nothing. And it was still like, eh, you wish there was more. Although Brogdon's looking better. He is making another step. Mm-hmm. Uh, Middleton, who I was really down on after like four or five games, had a real good game on yeah, Sunday. He bounced back. So may, maybe he is going to get back to some of that. Do we have any more? Uh, One last question. Croissant from, questionnaires from our Patreon supporters. Is it time for Blazers fans to start worrying about Nurkic? I'm not sure what he's worried about. Wor- worried like how? I mean, I guess there are games where he's only getting like 20 minutes of playing time, but that's okay. And the Blazers look good and are presently one of the best teams in the NBA. I mean, he's still averaging 13.3 points, eight rebounds. He's not like blowing it up like he did at the end of last year, but I think that's fine. I don't think they're ever going 
I don't think we're going to see that end of the year thing. I think that was a, that was a hot stretch. I think he's trying to do too much based on the, the couple games of the Blazers. I think I've watched from start to finish. He's definitely passing a lot more than I thought he was going to. He's kind of like trying to be Jokic in a yeah, sense. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he he's just I don't know. Again, and it could just be anecdotally from the, the couple times I, I watched him, where it seemed like he was shooting too much. He was just catching it, doing like pump fakes and shooting. I think if he just kind of laid back a little, got a little lower usage. Uh, but also, like, Ed Davis is playing well so far this year. He's healthy, and he's a fine option to have in there. So may- maybe he'll find his his niche again uh, and exactly what he needs to be doing. I re- and to me, really, it honestly just looks like a shooting slump because he's shooting way under what he usually Could shoots. Be. I mean, he's he's shooting under 40% right now, which that's not Nurkic's game. He, he, he probably got too close to Damian Lillard at the water fountain, got some <laughs> of that bad shooting <laughs> disease. Sorry, Damien, shake it off, buddy. You'll get there, Bill. Shake it off. Hey, but I mean, he's still playing well. He, he needs to know his role, figure out that he, he, on this team, he's an important scoring option. Stop trying to, you know, because his turnover rate's insane right now, too. Mm-hmm. So he just he just needs to be himself and not try to be something he's not. I need to see the Blazers play a little more, because like you said, look like one of the best teams in the NBA. Statistically, they are, but they have two games against the Suns where they really blew the stats out of the water. That helps a lot. And then uh, I, I'm nervous. Maybe they're, they're not that good at all anymore. Although CJ McCollum is shooting the cover off the ball. He's looked incredible. If we could just pair him up with Antetokounmpo. Oh. I want McCollum and Antetokounmpo to start their own Who's, team. <laughs> who would be your dream? Is it CJ? Your dream? Who could you pair uh, Giannis with and just say, okay, they're in the finals? Outside of like Steph, KD, and well, I mean, obviously LeBron. Steph, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and in, in, oh. and Kumpo as like a, a two. <laughs> Jeez, Chuck just Chuck just shuddered. I think that would be really good. Like like McCollum is always a guy where I'm like he's a no offense, he's like a second tier yeah. whatever guy. He's the second, but guy, he seems a great like a, second. He seems guy. like a perfect guy to put beside. Right. Awesome catch and shoot, but also can create on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a, a guy who doesn't need the ball in his hands, can play some point. Like, that seems like a great matchup. You don't want a big center. You want a shooting center. Yeah. What about somebody like Blake Griffin? He's no, playing so Blake well. No, because Blake Griffin is also having a, a great start to the year. But and, he's, and he has, needs to do some facilitating as well, I he's guess. He's so bad at defense that I, I feel like that doesn't work for me in this dream so you, pairing. Uh, you want the dream defensive pairing. So. Never forget, Blake Griffin cannot block a shot. That's true. <laughs> Just It's staggering. Mm-hmm. Six foot ten can dunk over anybody in his peak. Cannot block a shot. Kyle Korver will have in his career with like six times as many block shots mm. as uh, Blake Griffin. <laughs> point old Blake point two per game Griffin. Yeah, that's kind of embarrassing. So he's off my Giannis dream team for that reason. Zinger, him shooting. Oh, the poor Zinger would be fun. Zingas and Antetokounmpo would be amazing. Great. Do you know there's a a universe where Embiid, Porzingis, and Antetokounmpo are on the same team, right? How did we get this far oh, without mentioning Embiid? Right, <laughs> that's a new record. The Philly could have drafted all three of those guys. Like that could have been still the process. Kind of bad, but also kind of awesome. I know. You know, like well, they, they've, they, they've lost some close games against some tough opponents. I think they had a, like a buzzer beater with the Rockets. They we lost should in. say uh, Swisherman Ben Simmons is the rookie of the year. Oh, he's incredible. He is awesome. He's incredible. When you were describing uh, Anstacumpo's driving earlier, you could have just as easily been describing Ben Simmons. Yeah. Ben Simmons is actually hitting some floaters, which mm-hmm. is really good. We thought he was going to shoot like 30-something percent. His court vision's incredible. He had this wraparound pass to him beat in the corner that just like blew my mind. It was like a, like a 10-year veteran play, and he was you know doing it in his first real season in the NBA. But the Philly's weird. Markel Fultz apparently he's got to get a – he had a shoulder drained – and it's the Mar- the Markel Fultz saga, but this all makes sense. Uh, it's it's part of the process. You have to get injured as a rookie uh, in Philadelphia if you want to. You know, team has play. to cover it up. They have to cover it and up. Say false things about you. Is Fultz going to be eligible for rookie of the year next year? Yeah. <laughs> this just goes to prove once again why Chuck and I do not bother ourselves with learning about rookies right. or draft picks. I listened to so many podcasts telling me that Markel Fultz was the clear cut number one guy. He looks like garbage. He looks like awful garbage. And Danny yes, Ainge looks incredibly smart. Just got to listen to Papa Burr, guys. Yeah. Just got to listen to Papa Burr. That's pretty good. All right. Well, those were our cream of wheat's worst of week. Since we already gave you a couple of game of scones, we will move past the scatter, smothered, and covered straight to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award, which is awarded each week to the worst performance in a box score. 
This week, we have a few honorable mentions. However, much like uh, in school or something, or say Wall Street or the Republican Party, where everyone is doing wrong and so no one gets punished, uh, there was way too many people who shot one for nine and two for 11. It was like 30 people. So you guys are all exonerated. I will not mention you. But our honorable mentions are going to be Bojan No D Bogdanovich, 0 for 7, Chris S. Porzingis, 3 for 14, Denzel Valentine, 3 for 14, Kyle Lowry, 5 for 18. Our three nominees as they occurred chronologically during the week. Damian Lillard, in a win versus the Pelicans, 3 for 16. 13 points, 5 boards, 7 assists, a steal, 6 turnovers, no personal fouls. Why don't you try some on defense? (laughs) J.R. Smith, who was the only one of nine to be recognized, the king of the one for nines, in a loss against the Brooklyn Nets, was one for nine for two points, four boards, two assists, two steals, one turnover, five personal fouls. And then Andre Drummond, the controversial Andre Drummond, shooting great from the free throw line, playing good basketball, in a win against the Warriors, He's not going to win the award, but we will recognize four for 17, eight points. However, a downright sexy 18 rebounds, five assists, five steals, four turnovers, two personal fouls. How many back hairs? Uh, They've been lasered off. Mm, Lasered. So lucky. So it's pretty much (laughs) Damian Lillard or J.R. Smith. We got Lillard three for 16, 13, five, seven, but six turnovers. And then J.R. Smith, one for nine, two points, four boards, two assists, five fouls. I will cast my hat, my lot with Damian Lillard at the three for 16 number. Rolling with you. I like it. Three for 16. It's just, they, it, it, it sounds awful. That's good. Sounds like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh. Uh, Lillard 316. Says I just missed that shot. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Damian Lillard. You are this week's International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award winner. I'm not sure if you're rostered in the incredible I shop negative fantasy league for pride and glory over at fantrax.com, but perhaps you should be. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready to hear the top 10 negative <laughs> fantasy players? I am so I am badly. So happy. All is right. This, we're this, starting this, at number 10. Is this per game or total so far? Total so far. Total so far. Ring it. Ring them, John. Last year's greatest. I shopper. Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza. He Co- was a high draft pick. He's even missed some games. That's right. Coming in ninth, one of my favorite players, and this one kind of hurts me a little bit, Karis LeVert. Ooh. Karis LeVert, I spent a good deal on the waiver wire to pick him up. He's, uh, got, he's got a good head on his shoulders, but he cannot it. shoot. He's been bringing it. <laughs> Playing like Gerald LeVert. Eighth, trade bait, Mo Harkless. Give <laughs> me. Seventh, fa- I shop rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell's been bringing it. Sixth, Dante Cunningham. This one will shock you. Fifth, Draymond Green. Yeah, he's been kind of he's playing like garbage. The, he's was well, so the fouls help. I'm wrong. Yeah, the, the fouls help. Ejections help. The, the ejection. You get he's actually points. sixth. Here's he your top five. Ten, ten points for an ejection. Here's your top five: Luke Richard, Prince Mbamute. Hmm. We knew he'd be up there. Number four, the incredible, the game of a lifetime. I shop game of a lifetime. Stanley Johnson. Ooh, was that zero for fourteen that game? Zero for thirteen first game. 0 for thirteen. And then here's here's three guys who I think are going to be like fighting for I shop MVP all year. Terrence Ross at third, PJ Tucker at second, and the one and only JR Lay That Pipe Smith at first. JR Smith not hitting any shots, really hurting him. Looking ugly. Uh, Terrence Ross was one of the top, I believe he was one of the first picks. We knew all about getting minutes and shooting a bad percentage and not doing anything else. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, JR Smith isn't just in first, he's in first by a country mile. <laughs> he's in first by nearly 40 points. That's, That's amazing. I've been rostering Patrick Patterson, who went like six games without hitting a shot. He plays ten minutes a game, but he gets like fifteen hey guys, points. You got to get those minutes because he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't hit his shot. So yeah, if you want to join something as insane as the I Shop Negative Fantasy League for Pride and Glory, you got to do that. Only way to do that is to support us over at Patreon.com/slash Fast Break Breakfast. All right, par fadeaway. What are we looking forward to? And I think we're going to issue. The lame duck Grizzlies epilogue. Recording them on Monday afternoons right before a Grizzlies game always feels silly. Although John was right, feeling good last week about Woo! the Grizzlies going to beat the Rockets. Got them. Got their number. So par fade away. What are we looking forward to? Uh, David Stern this week just came out uh, saying that he's in favor of uh, changing the NBA stance on marijuana. 
Um, speaking of 420. You realize this doesn't help your life at all, right, Chuck? I know. It's okay. probably going to keep my child from seeing me more uh, in a custody <laughs> battle that I'm looking forward to one day. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, sane and sensible drug policy is a big uh, political uh I don't care, actually. I just smoke weed. Um, but it's a wonderful <laughs> thing that I think uh, will help uh, the NBA move forward in the sports world for uh, normalizing uh, a recreational drug and a therapeutic drug for it some. It is. I don't care your political, personal beliefs, dear listener. It is downright ludicrous to think it's okay that like we should give athletes opiates for mm-hmm. pain. Right and not marijuana. Right, like opiates are are terrible. And it's stupid <laughs> to think anyone is, you know, that a good number of the millionaires that play in the NBA aren't smoking weed already. You know, um, Steph Curry rolled into. That's uh, less of my argument, but that can be your argument. <laughs> that's my argument. <laughs> Steph Curry rolled into the arena riding a tricycle like the bad guy from Saw. You Jigsaw. Go, you, you think he's definitely not high puffing the <laughs> funky tabacky? He's not. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, Spurs Warriors on Thursday. Man, there are some great lineups. I mean, it's just... I'm really looking forward to uh, the what players they're going to rest on primetime. <laughs> <laughs> you think Kawhi can make his magical return? Please. Riding a unicorn? We need Please. Him. I need him for my fantasy team. I paid way too much in auction for him no, <laughs> yes. to not play. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, in a, in a couple more weeks, we already got one Grizzlies watch party under our belt. It was uh, awesome. On November 13 for people in the Nashville area. Let's go and see the greater... Nashville region. Middle Tennessee. We'll be having a Grizzlies watch party to watch Giannis Antetokounmpo on November 13. Grizzlies Bucks over at Double Dog Sylvan Heights. So it, go ahead and put that on your calendar for a few weeks from now. November 13, hang out with me, John, and Chuck. That's going to be my birthday party, too. We're all going to hang Ooh. out and watch uh, some basketball. That's gonna be good. There, there's also rumors of a bus trip to Memphis. With the Fast Break Breakfast crew, perhaps sponsored by the, the Grizzlies. Fast Break it's, Breakfast bus it's, trip. It's not official, but overtures have been made it's going from, down. from their side. Right. So just, just keep keep yep. posted. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on all those things. If you want to stay up to date with us, you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. And, of course, join our Patreon, please. We're literally panhandling Begging for money, <laughs> please. Uh, so go ahead and do that. Uh, Patreon.com. What other podcast are you going to learn that Fast Bill Lambeer has three Breakfast. WNBA championships? Mm. That's pretty good. He was there. Wasn't he being held back during like a WNBA fight once? Oh, <laughs> I remember seeing that on you TV. Know Bill Lambeer would punch a woman right in the face. <laughs> it was like, like he'd be go, he'd go all wicker man. Combat basketball, baby. Mm. Nick Cage out there. Oh, Bill Lambeer combat basketball. <laughs> I forgot that's, about that's that. That's a good game. All right, you guys. You're the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fab break break, man. You understand? Know